0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica, and it is true. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu/slash/mba sport. Aaron Rodgers,
1: newly single. By the way, Stone, is it true that Wednesday Josh was killing me for not asking Mike Tannenbaum about Aaron Rodgers' relationship status?
2: Yeah, he was definitely killing you. He said, can't ask them 14 questions and miss the most important one.
1: Okay, well, first of all, JC, it hadn't happened yet when we were on the air. The bad news had not yet permeated the news cycle, so I don't know how I would ask Mike Tannenbaum about that. The best thing for Mike Tannenbaum is he said, that his uh, his commencement speaker in college, he didn't remember a single thing from it. <laughs> A (laughs) single thing from
2: it. That was the best part.
1: Echoing Stone Banowitz, who can't even remember the name of the person who gave his commencement speech at Southern Illinois. Uh, Before we get to the listening lunch, I wanted to bring in our Aaron Rodgers insider. Why is she our insider? Because, well, she's from Wisconsin and she's a Packers fan. That's all it takes to become an insider here on Ken LeVick Alive. She is marketing director Courtney. Um, So, uh, by the way, who was your commencement speaker in college? I couldn't tell you. Okay, great. Uh, You went to Wisconsin, right?
3: I went to the University of Wisconsin-Lacrosse. Oh! oh, oh, Smaller school that's not as big what
1: was their mascot an eagle and oh the eagles yes yes, yes. and which one is the blue golds is that eau claire, that's eau, claire. eau claire it's hilly there right very hilly uh, very hilly uh so aaron rogers insider so uh, yesterday we determined that we were going to come up with who we believe to be the next the 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 next significant other for aaron Rodgers. now that uh him and shailene woodley have have broken up yeah the wedding is off No marriage coming. She can go eat clay and sun Mm. her nether regions on her own time. Uh, So I have a couple of names here. I know you do as well. And we can come up stone with uh, some. I'll I'll put you in charge uh, of giving odds to these. Okay. Since you're the degenerate of, uh, of this group. Um all right. It's not me. (laughs) Well, no, you're a degenerate in a different way. He's a degenerate from a gambling standpoint. You're a degenerate in like weekend, late weekend nights standpoint. Yeah.
4: I accept. Uh all right.
1: So (laughs) let's go through, let's start with with Courtney. Who are your who are your names of potential potential suitors for Aaron Rodgers?
3: All right, so I got five. Okay. Some are a little out there, but hear me out so aaron Rodgers' type is usually an actress in her 30s brown hair Mm -hmm. brunette and knows nothing about sports typically typically like shailene woodley except for danica patrick except for danica patrick but shailene woodley like went on record saying like she didn't grow up with a tv she didn't really watch sports like she had no idea what like the ncaa national championship so he's got a type yeah yeah so he got a type so my (laughs) number i have five My fifth is my probably like, if we're doing odds, my least likely. Okay. Lindsay Vaughn, which I know kind of like doesn't fit the criteria that I just gave.
1: Dated an athlete. 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 She's
3: an athlete herself, a little bit older, kind of like has her own thing going on. And so Lindsay Vaughn is on my list. That's a good one. My next one. That
4: is a really good one,
3: right? Jane Fonda. (laughs)
4: <laughs> what? get
3: out of here i love it yes! hear me jane out fonda.
5: how
1: old is jane fonda who cares <laughs>
3: she's probably like in her 70s but if you keep up with oh, aaron no. Rodgers, she's older than her 70s baby stone look this up for me buddy <laughs> i'm uh, on it so, that
1: jane fonda insider
3: so if you pay attention <laughs> like she's called him out like i think during her oscar speech like two years ago specifically thanked Aaron Rodgers and like Aaron Rodgers has like thanked Jane Fonda in like speeches of his I'm pretty sure not in this MVP speech but the MVP speech before like last Uh year he thanked Jane Fonda in the speech so they got some weird little like connection like infatuation with each other so maybe Jane Fonda she's 84 84
4: and still looks fantastic Jane Fonda and, and Aaron Rodgers.
3: I am here for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She'll be dead in a couple years. You just got to put up with her for that <laughs> long. And anyway. Don't say that about Jane Fonda. She's forever. If,
2: if we're doing odds here, same exact odds for the Miami Dolphins to win the Super Bowl next year. But uh, no big
1: deal. Uh, 84-year-old Jane Fonda. <laughs> but there is and a chance. Aaron Rodgers. And how old is Aaron Rodgers?
3: 38.
2: 38. There
3: is a chance. <laughs> Age is just a number, Kenny. Age is just a yeah, number. Yeah,
1: unless you break your hip and you can't walk. Then it's it, it actually comes to life and it affects your relationship. Jane Fonda
3: is impeccable.
4: She's perfect. She can never break anything. She's Except a she's, national treasure. So
6: yes. 84. National treasure. 84.
4: She's kicking Back it for off an 84. Back Jane Fonda. That is okay? cr- All right,
1: Jane, fine, fine. So Stone setting the odds. I think those are going to be low. All right.
3: Okay, number three, Gal Gadot. Or Gadot. was married? He, well, is she? No yeah. one knows who her yeah, husband is. Married. Who's she's her married. husband?
1: Uh, some producer, I think. Oh,
3: well, irrelevant. So ah. he, she can marry Aaron <laughs> oh, Rodgers instead. But I thought, you know, she's kind of like he kind of dates the act actresses where they're popular, but not like Jennifer Aniston popular. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. like everybody knows who Jennifer Aniston is, but like mm-hmm. Gal Gadot, she was like in Wonder Woman, right? The, the yes, new one, the, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. The Wonder her. Woman. Yeah. That's so Wonder like, woman. she's brown. She's got the brown hair. She's in her thirties. You know, okay. there we go. Where I have go a chance with the way you're describing this. Brown and in her right, 30s. Right, right, right. I have a chance. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: Jason Versano, is a, he's a real estate mogul hmm. and businessman.
4: He oh. he got out of his
3: league, man. He is a
4: yeah, 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 yeah. Look, look, Oh,
1: important.
3: oh, he's, like, oh, he's, he's like, it, like a blonde little pretty boy. Is it he Gal Gadot can.
1: or Gal Gadot? I, I don't actually it's know. It's Gadot. Gadot. Gadot? Okay. okay. Thank you, Gene Siskel.
3: Choice number two, which I think is a pretty good one. Amelia Clark.
0: Oh. From uh, Game, Game, of Game of Thrones. Thrones.
3: I have yeah. her on my list. Yes. He was in Game of Thrones. He had a little cameo appearance. He did. Oh, that's yes. Good. He did. You know, so there's already the, the, the yeah, relationship there. Okay. She's okay. A kind of she's you know, she's kind of a little quirky in yes. a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know. He likes quirky, obviously, if he's dated like Shailene Woodley, who, you know. Eats clay. Eats clay and tans her nether regions. regions. So, you know, I thought Amelia Clark would be great. And she kind of likes sports a little bit. Like, she's been known to, like, go to basketball games and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's a minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. So they could go to NBA games Amelia Clark's
1: a good one. And she's 35. 35, right in
3: that age range. Okay, that's pretty good. And then my number one.
1: That's a really good one, actually.
3: Rashida Jones. Rashida
1: Jones. How about that? That's yep. a
3: brilliant one. Yeah, right?
1: that's, that's a really good one.
3: I thought, yeah, like again, in her 30s, an actress, not like uber popular, but like still kind of up there. Mm-hmm. Got the bangs going yeah. on. Like maybe he enjoys the, the bangs haircut.
1: Yeah. Now I think she she only has a partner. I don't think she, she's not married.
3: Well, just because there's a goalie yeah, no, doesn't no, no, mean you can't score there, Kenny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's facts. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So that's good. Rashida Jones is good. I feel so, like that's good odds. Those are my five. Okay. All right. Beat uh, that. Uh Jeanette, your potential Aaron Rodgers suitors.
4: And no order. No
1: particular order. No
4: order because I literally just Googled brunette actresses. <laughs> Great criteria. Good. <laughs> Thanks. But Good I go. have a favorite. I have a favorite in this list, okay? Okay. So I'll save her for last. I put Amelia Clark on here. Yes. I put Amelia Clark on my list for that same reason. And, he and it's shocking Game that she has
1: brown hair considering everybody knows her as a platinum blonde from Game right. of Thrones. So M- con- mother of dragons.
4: <laughs> she was great in that. Yeah. But let's not talk about Game of Thrones. I'll be here all day. Uh, also, <laughs> continuing with the Game of Thrones theme, Cersei. Lena Hadley? He- oh, L- Lena Hadley? Yeah, yeah, her. I put her on the list.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's actually... Courtney doesn't I like don't it. know. I'm, I'm looking not. at
4: Courtney. She's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. insider.
1: Uh, She is not married. No, she is not married. She just divorced in 2019.
3: Look at. She's looking for a rebound. That's, That's what I'm saying. Good. That's pretty
1: good, actually. She's also really quirky.
3: We like a good quirk.
1: Yeah.
3: Kate Beckinsale.
1: She just got out of that Ooh. relationship with Pete Davidson. I put oh. Kate
4: Beckinsale that's on here.
1: Real that's good. really good. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Thank you,
4: thank you, thank you. Natalie Portman. She's married.
3: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Happily.
4: But
1: apparently it doesn't. Oh, how do you know? Do you know Natalie
3: Portman? <laughs> yeah, we're besties. Hey, Nat. Hey, Nat. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> and she's a gorgeous lady, though. She's, stunning. she's stunning. I think she, like it, that she's out of Aaron Rodgers' league. Like, she's way too good looking for
4: him. I feel like everybody we've listed is out of Aaron Rodgers' league.
3: Fair. Yeah.
4: And my number one pick, Jennifer Lawrence expecting a baby <laughs> like
0: That'd any day it. now. Yeah. I don't know about
4: that. Yeah. Like She's legit about to what pop. What did you say? Just because of the, the goalie and the scoring? What hey. did you say earlier? Yeah, but I feel like that's You a- never know,
1: though. Well, we'll keep it <laughs> down because what if Aaron Rodgers, he waits a while to get into a relationship, she gets divorced, and then all of a sudden he's dating her next, and then Jeanette wins and we laughed at her, but then she says, hey, how about that? Eat it.
2: All right. Jennifer, okay, right. Jennifer Lawrence is way too close to Woodley. I feel like they're the same kind of actors and the same look to him. But that's probably why well, yeah. it might happen.
3: That would make the odds probably better because that proves yeah. that that's his type and that, what
2: he goes for. That pesky
1: husband and baby thing. Um, so uh, annoying. So here are here are <laughs> my here are, here are my potential new girlfriends or upcoming girlfriends for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, can I interest you in a Jennifer Garner? Oh, a Jennifer Garner. I think
3: she's too old for him, mm. and he's got like she's got like the four kids. But you wait, you can't say no, no,
1: Jane no, no, no. Fonda. <laughs> but Jennifer Garner is too Jane old.
4: Fonda is in a class of her own. Yes. She is elite. You do not touch Jane Fonda <laughs> yeah. point blank. She is a national
1: treasure. The class of eating prime rib at four o'clock. <laughs> Listen. Great.
4: I, I would absolutely. <laughs> I would date Jane Fonda. And I would get the senior discount on top of that. What's up,
3: Let's And the A A R P discount. Come on. You know how clutch that would be? I'm gonna date Jane Fonda <laughs> at this point.
1: How about Katie Holmes? Ooh,
3: that's not a bad
4: one. I word. like
1: Katie Holmes. Yeah, Katie Holmes. So I like that one. Uh Kayle Kuko from, uh, from, oh. from Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. She blonde. just got divorced. She is yeah. blonde, but but I feel like she might fit that criteria. Okay? That's ba-
3: That's quirky. a good one.
4: That's now, a good
1: one. <laughs> this one is a little weird. Oh, Bella my. Hadid. Ooh,
4: too, She's way too way into too, the fashion world. Yeah. She's but, way too but bougie. But see, he's he,
1: he is a worldly person.
4: Do you see her eating leaves?
1: But I mean, I don't think he's attracted to women who are <laughs> eating things that they find on the forest floor.
3: Okay, honestly, Bella Hadid might make sense because we all saw the the horrendous yellow brown mm-hmm. suit that mm-hmm. he wore. To his MVP acceptance speech.
1: He's, he's going to be a project.
3: He needs yeah. someone who's maybe a little stylish to kind of like help him step up his game a it's little bit.
1: I can fix you approach.
4: Yeah. Oh, I've done that before. And that never works well, though. <laughs> no, it that doesn't never not ever. Works well. No.
1: But Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson has made a lifetime out of dating women that think they can fix him. And it's worked out great for him. Well, good for him. Yeah.
4: Well, I guess yeah. good for Aaron Rodgers, too, if he yeah. goes this
1: route. And then here's the ultimate wild card. Okay. The ultimate wild card. Kristen Cavalieri. Now, I get that there's the kids, but she's Jay already. Cutler's been, ex. Jay Cutler's ex oh. wife.
3: She was on the hills. Yeah,
1: she just got out of a relationship. She is, she's just like him, an anti vaxxer. Petty. Petty. Mm. Like, I think they would, and it probably would last. Calculated long. Very calculated with her calc- words. Absolutely. Already mm-hmm. lives in Nashville. He's moving to Nashville. I'm telling you. Wait, he's moving to Nashville? Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to move to Nashville.
3: So is he becoming a Tennessee Titan? Is that is that, that is was, that the speculation?
1: There was a day of sports talk a couple of weeks ago in Nashville dominated by that. So I just think that
4: He's going to find love in football in yeah, Nashville.
2: That's right. Love and football. Mm. So that's uh, Stone, how how you feel about these? So out of the fifteen um, girls or women that were named, three of them I circled with the shortest odds. Okay. I have Lindsay Vaughn at plus four fifty. So you bet $100. Okay. You come close to $500. I like Lindsey Vaughn a lot. Okay. Kate Beckinsale. Let's go. I think <laughs> at, at, at plus 500 has some value. Right. You lay 100 bucks, you're walking away with 500. And then I think your last one right there with Cabulary at plus 750. All right. But I think if he does end up in Tennessee, it's very likely. So I think there's value in all three of those. All right.
3: We each have hmm. one. Perfect. Go team. Yeah. Look at us playing matchmaker for Aaron Rodgers. I
1: noticed 84-year-old Jane Fonda wasn't in <laughs> your top three. <laughs> she almost made it. Almost made it. Her odds are actually plus 100,000. Is Jane Fonda closer to making your list or closer to death? <laughs>
2: Definitely death. <laughs> okay.
0: Just Do stop. not
1: speak ill <laughs> on
2: speaking, Jane
1: Fonda. I'm not speaking ill of Jane of Fonda, and hopefully she doesn't get ill.
3: I mean, it sounds if like she you're does, Ken, If she <laughs> does, we're coming come. for you. Oh. We are coming for you. Uh,
1: man, so uh, our our Aaron Rodgers insider marketing director Courtney, thank you. Uh, this was a very very constructive conversation, and I think we've shed some light on who's next for Aaron Rodgers.
3: Great, and um, like I said, if any of these come to fruition, I want to say I called it, and uh, you know. We're Call gonna, me for your uh, matchmaking services, and we can. Only set you relating
1: up. to Aaron Rodgers. Though. Oh yeah. Only relating to <laughs> I was Aaron just saying, Rodgers. Don't
4: start saying that because yeah. you yeah. know it might come through. <laughs> just
1: joking. Uh, let's uh, let's quickly get to our listening lunch. Thank you, Marketing Director Courtney. You're listening lunch here on Ken Levick Alive audio clips you have to hear, and well, we react to them. And Evan Cohen, I thought his eleven fifty-five a.m. show was awesome, where he's discussing this weekend. NBA All-Star Weekend, but also how what used to be great in our past is now just sort of meh. Here's Evan Cohen from earlier today, first of his double
6: shot here on ESPN 106.3. I will watch on Saturday night the three-point contest and the dunk contest, but I have to be fair. The dunk contest is nowhere near what it once was. When I was a kid growing up, literally it would be sleepover time. It would be me and my friends at 10, 11, 12 years old when I would start to develop a group of friends and we would all say, okay, well, we all gotta get together. We all gotta get together for All-Star Weekend and specifically Saturday night. And we'd be there at someone's house, and we'd order pizza. And, we'd, you know, we'd really go crazy and have some soda and watch the All-Star Weekend, right? It was a big deal watching the dunk contest. Michael and Dominique and, you know, D. Brown in 1991 for the Boston Celtics was great. Larry Nance, Spud Webb, all of these guys, Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, may you rest in peace, all of these great players that were involved in the dunk contest and great moments. Cedric Sabalos with the blindfold. It is no longer what it once was. And it really took me down a place today in thinking about this of many sporting events that are no longer what they once were. I mean, if you think about it, the dunk contest is an obvious one. The Heisman Trophy ceremony is no longer as interesting as it once was. We would not be able to watch all of these players all across the country perform in college football. And many times we'd learn about them for the first time on that Saturday night of the Heisman Trophy. Or how about the NCAA selection show? I remember when I was growing up on that Sunday night at 6 o'clock, I'd sit there in front of the television and watch CBS, and that is the only place that you could actually find this election. Like, you could not go online and look for it. You would have to wait till the next day till the newspaper came out to actually have a bracket in front of you. There was no other way of doing that, of consuming that. So that was a big deal. How about just the NCAA tournament in general? This is going to sound odd, but the more access we have to games, the less element of surprise there is. I mean, think about when you would be watching it and Greg Gumbel would say to you, we are going to we're going to break away from, you know, Duke and Kansas, and we are going to go to Florida and Florida State with two minutes to go florida is leading by one you know let's go to albuquerque new mexico and you're like i didn't even know that that was a one point game because there was no no actual way of checking that out there are many sporting events home run derby and baseball baseball in general not what it once was but there are many sporting events that remind you of what it used to be versus what it is i don't mean to sound old man get off my lawn but the reality is the dunk contest not what it once was like many other sporting events not what it once or they once were boy that spoke to me
1: boy did that speak to me that was gospel there from Evan Cohen shouldn't the shouldn't the three point contest take over the slam dunk contest is the premier event on saturday night on all star saturday night like when we it, could you look up real quick stone the slam dunk contest competitors this year because when i looked at it the first time i recognized a name a name.
4: Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. Yeah. Yep. Cole Anthony.
1: Pfft. Okay.
4: From the Orlando Magic. Cool. That's how I know that one. Great. And <laughs> I don't know the third. Right.
1: But that, that's my point. Is that. For sure. The fact that we're like, Obi Toppin. When Obi Toppin is your most <laughs> recognizable name, that is wildly problematic. Here's the thing with the slam dunk contest. What else are you going to do? Like, I'm sure occasionally every other year or so, there's a dunk where you say, wow. Wow. I haven't seen that before, but mostly they're trying to recreate mm-hmm. dunks that were famous previous. The only thing you can do now is like parachute into arenas and try and dunk.
4: Or continue jumping over things. Yeah. I'm kind of over that.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. You guys can jump over cars. You can jump over people. You can jump over mascots. You can be on skates. You can throw the ball off the backboard. We've seen them all. We've seen them all. Unless you're throwing on a, a parachute. I don't know what else you're going to
2: do. Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets really has some bunnies. Like, I, if I had to pick or bet or just want to watch, it would be because of Jalen Green. He can throw that thing down.
1: I'm not tuning in to watch Jalen Green, though. Right. You know, like, in the in the three-point contest, you've got Carl Anthony Towns. You have C.J. McCollum. You've got Patty Mills. You have Fred Van Vliet.
2: Desmond Trey Vane. Young is in
1: there. Desmond Vane. Uh Bane, Zach Levine, if his knee doesn't fall off. Like that 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 is a better chance because it has had Steph in it. Because it has had uh, you know, if you're a Heat fan, the JJ Reddicks of the world. Like big names are gonna are gonna be in it more
2: often than the slam dunk contest. And it's obviously the one where the intensity doesn't have to go down. Like no. it's the one where the effort stays the same year after year after year, and they're it's gonna give it everything that they
1: got. Absolutely. Like I just think and I I'm not saying get rid of the slam dunk contest. All I'm saying is replace it as the highlight of the night. Yes. Because the three-point contest is going to inherently yes. bring more competitiveness and bring more big names out. I prefer to have that as the highlight feature.
4: Unfortunately, I was... I- I'm with Evan, where the slam dunk contest used to be my dad yeah, and I think for sure it's really sure. sad how it's completely changed and really defines how basketball has changed the past I, couple of years. I honestly
1: think too all the other things he mentioned as uh, their their luster has been lost. It's because social media. I mean, think about the NBA, the the NFL draft, or the NBA draft for that matter. But all of the picks, if you're following along on Twitter, all the picks are out there before they actually happen on your television. There's no suspense any longer in the sports radio world now it's not who's going to be drafted it's what trade is going to happen because mm-hmm. at the very least it's something unexpected enough where we can react to it whereas it, a draft pick you see it before it even
2: happens Yeah, and then when somebody gets drafted it tells you who's going to get drafted where because what teams need what so when yeah. one guy goes everyone just blurts out the three possibilities that this team's going to it's all predicted yeah exactly Exactly, um, and uh,
1: I JMP called me out, J.J. Reddick. I got him and Jason Capono. Uh, I was up.
4: questioning about that because J.J. Reddick played yeah. a significant amount yeah, that of his was, career with the Orlando Magic. That
1: was wrong, and I got Ums Budsman, and uh, for that, I am incorrect. Uh, but also, uh, then with the Heisman Trophy ceremony, only quarterbacks win it. Only quarterbacks win it, so there's not a ton of drama there either. Uh, Rick is in West Palm. Rick's on Ken Levic Alive. What's up, Rick?
5: Hey, just wanted to share this with you, talking about the Slam Dunk Contest. Yeah, it's it's lost a lot of the luster. In 1984, I was at McNichols Sports Arena in Denver, Colorado, for the first Slam Dunk Contest. Yeah. And it was really, yeah, I think Larry Nance won. But, uh, you wow. know, at the time you had big names. Ralph Sampson was in it, Clyde Drexler, uh, Michael Cooper, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was exciting. But over the years, it seems like the stars... Stop participating and you know like you said I don't even know the names of those people that are participating this year.
1: Other than Obi Toppin and obviously I know Jalen Gray but none of them are are going to force me to the television like that there's nothing about that that is must see TV at all. By the way going back and appreciate the call Rick going back to uh, JJ Reddick and Jason Capono did I do the white version of they all look the same?
4: Pretty much (laughs) absolutely no but JJ (laughs) Reddick is the hottest of them all.
1: Oh man. I definitely, he I did. definitely did the white version of. Hey, they all look the same. Oh, they shoot the ball. Oh man, good times. Uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. He's our sports agent insider, our sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive. And unlike uh, marketing director Courtney, who is our Aaron Rodgers insider, simply because she's a Packers fan. Uh, Pat Lawler actually has the degrees and the resume to be our sports agent and sports law insider. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. Uh, Patrick Peterson is Tyron Matthew formerly represented them, longtime NFL agent, and he is going to break down the biggest sports agent, sports law news in sports. His weekly segment, when we return, Jeanette
0: Javier. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 1063. You are listening to Ken LaVica live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken LaVica. Jeanette, could you please tell
1: me what you just told me before we came back?
4: I enjoy taking pictures. With my notepad and pen inside of him because it makes me look busy.
1: She's drawing pictures on her notepad so she looks busy. You know, you don't have to fake any sort of hustle on this show. We barely put any effort into this show. Everything is good.
4: It's all about elevated. It's all about perception. Yeah, it's all
1: about perception. I'm hustling
4: out here. If you look
1: busy from the outside, it's all good. That's the (laughs) only thing I want people to think about the show is that it
0: looks like we're trying. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit FAU.edu slash MBA sport. By the way, completely predictable. The photographer in L.A. that fell off the stage, broke her
1: spine. uh, Matthew Stafford has made the decision because people got mad at him for just being drunk. Uh, to pay for her medical bills well because social media does what social media does Uh, they have gone back to tweets uh, that she sent eight nine years ago and there's n-words and homophobic slurs and that is the society that we live in the social media era you gotta love it that's right (laughs) Ken LaViga alive here on ESPN 1063 let's get to our sports agent insider our sports law insider, longtime NFL agent, and the man at Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys want to lawyerup dot is how you get a free consultation. He is trying to get you the compensation you deserve for all your personal injury matters. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Pat, hope you're having a great Friday. Uh, before we we dig in here and uh, and let you educate us, uh, what? Are you gonna do now that there's no football because my whole fall and early uh the the spring through the winter it's all football Saturday Sunday all football all the time and now I actually have to do other things my family's going camping this weekend what are you doing now that football is done
5: Ken, right now I'm on I-10 headed to Baton Rouge to watch the University of Maine open up baseball against Baton Rouge with my son.
1: That's excellent. That is excellent. That See, that is how to spend some time outside of football season, and that also means that Pat Lawler has other interests, and he's not pathetic like me where I'm like, oh, God, I have to mow the grass. So uh, good for you. Good for you, Pat. Uh, I I, want to start here because we end up now diving into a spot with this Rams situation at this rally where this photographer fell off the stage, Twitter shamed Matthew Stafford because he was drunk and because he didn't immediately go over and check to see if she was okay. He is now paying for all of her medical bills. But in that spot, who's actually liable for her spine injury?
5: It's a combination. I mean, I don't know in terms of... uh... California love it's called comparative business. obviously she's on the stage she's got a path to be there the right to be there she's taking photos but obviously uh, she needs to be aware of her surroundings and in that capacity obviously the Rams whoever set up the stage I thought she had security around there it's unfortunate but that's what it comes down to um, is that she has some comparative negligence in the issue and obviously I think the Rams whoever set it up has some too
1: Uh, When it comes to personal injury matters like that, where there's physical injury due to a fall outside of a venue or outside of a business uh, here in the state of Florida, you as a a personal injury attorney, what sort of things are you looking for when it comes to liability and and how to uh, represent a client?
5: Well, in that case, obviously she had credentials to be there. I don't know in the credentials they a lot of them have you know uh, language on there. Uh, Limiting liability. Number two, uh, the setting up of that stage. That stage looked pretty dangerous uh, in terms of uh, the area where she fell. Try and find out that information. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. The, the unfortunate easy part is her injuries are clear and unequivocal. Um, the stuff about I heard you say about going back, looking at her Twitter and things that she said—that oh, yeah. won't—that won't come into evidence. But it's typical. As soon as you nail somebody for doing something stupid. They look in your history and then say, how oh, a bad person you are. It's gotten ridiculous.
1: Yep, yep, that's right. That's what we do is, hey, we feel bad for you, bud. Oh, time to dig up some nine-year-old tweets, and that—that uh, that is what has happened. The L.A. photographer getting milkshake ducked. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106. Three, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's a motorcycle accident, a... Uh, a motorcycle accident, an automobile accident, a boating accident, slip and fall, anything. It's Lawler & Associates' personal injury attorneys. Uh, Conference USA, that's the conference FAU plays football in. Uh, There are three teams who are saying they're moving to the Sun Belt prematurely. Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern Miss. Uh, They made the announcement they were making the move during the fall. Conference USA has a bylaw that states they need 14 months' notice before you leave. These three teams said uh-uh, we're leaving in the summer, Conference USA said, too bad, we're putting you on the football schedule for next year. How is this going to work itself out?
5: That's going to be crazy because they're on the schedule and they're uh, they're violating the contract they have with Conference USA, so I think they're going to be stuck playing there um, because once they got the conference in, you know, Ken, trying to reschedule those games. Is almost impossible, mm-hmm. uh, and they're buying. They're, they're doing that based on the contract they have, and obviously hoping they might just think about staying in the Conference USA. But I, I think it's a, a stupid move by those schools. They should have known they're bound by that. Yeah, they could they could fight it legally, uh, but I think they will lose.
1: What is what is dumber in this spot, though? These teams trying to leave several months early, a full year ahead of schedule, or conference USA saying yeah this is a violation of our bylaws but there's no clear-cut punishment for a school to leave early
5: uh I'd have to go with a combination of both not having any punishment I <laughs> you know look at all the other conferences that the price you have to pay for leaving them that's that's idiotic that you don't have some type of repercussions if you violate this agreement uh, I mean uh I haven't seen what you know the the power five uh, conference have but they're huge. I mean, Cincinnati's got to pay a pretty punny for them leaving, as well as the other schools. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense.
1: And I'm not saying this is right.
5: I didn't do the. I didn't do the contract. I would have put that in there. You leave, <laughs> you're going to pay the piper.
1: It's because Pat Lawler dots the I's and crosses the T's. Not like Conference USA. Now, for example, with that, what Pat's talking about, and I'm not saying this is right, but the CAA, that's where James Madison lives. They're making the move to the Sun Belt, uh, going to uh, moving football there, and. They have been uh, uh, told that they can't compete in the postseason basketball tournament in the CAA as punishment for leaving early, according to CAA bylaws. So that's an example of what I'm talking about. That's extremely extreme, but there's got to be something so that teams don't just jump. Uh, Baseball has a February 28th deadline, Pat. Uh, They had a 15-minute negotiation yesterday. Not very productive. They're saying now we're going to get together. Major League Baseball Players Association, the owners try and do it every day, maybe a couple of times a day before February 28th. In your lawyer heart of hearts, knowing how negotiations go, do you think baseball is going to figure out this lockout before 228?
5: No, uh, I don't think they will. I think they'll be close. Uh, just like they said, the owners, if they're close, can open it up. They can unlock, uh, take, uh, you know, expire the lockout, let them come in and start training and work it out as they go. I don't think they want to do that because they want to have a deal done before they bring the players back. Uh, but I, I don't. I think there's just some stuff out there. They've been working behind the scenes. A 15 minute. Why they would even post that makes no sense. Yeah. They both look like fools. Yeah, they 15 do. 15 minutes to go in there. What do you? It, it, the, I want to. Uh, they wanted to save on parking, I guess.
1: <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, guys, we we, we don't want to incur the charge We got uh, 15 minutes We got to get out of there Can we say we talked? Yeah, sure Alright, break it up Good, here, take a Danish uh, Let's finish it up here with Pat Lawler again Our sports agent, sports law insider on Ken Levick live Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys Want to LawyerUp.com He is taking care of you And Lawler and Associates taking care of you For all your personal injury matters Now that we're in the NFL offseason Players you represent what are some of your asks of them in the off season? What do you want them to do to make sure that hey, we're not going to have any drama and things are going to be good once we approach minicamp?
5: It's obviously stay out of trouble, number one. I mean, depending on their age and years they've been in uh, the league, they understand that. Number two, they'll be starting OTAs down the road. But I would first thing I would say, go enjoy yourself for a couple weeks, if family don't get your mind away from football. Uh, just have a good time. Don't get into trouble, stay in shape, uh, but understanding just what we've been talking about, posting anything, uh, videos, anything, text, anything can come back to haunt you. Uh, I mean, the Dame internet kid, I look at that. My son to mm. with in the North Broward prep. Uh, you know, I don't know if he'll ever make a recovery from that. I, I mean, I hope so. Cause he was a good kid. I don't know what happened to him, but, uh, just stay out of that, that Twitter stuff. And, and, uh, even the high-end guys get in trouble. Uh, and it's stay in shape, especially yeah. for the guys who year to year have to make the roster. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Pat, awesome stuff as always. Enjoy the uh, the trip to Louisiana. Enjoy some college baseball this weekend. And we'll talk to you next week, okay?
5: Yeah, always a pleasure. Have a good weekend, and go out.
1: All right, brother. That is Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, all your personal injury matters. Wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. There is nobody who fights harder than Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Hey, beaches have been the heartbeat of Corona for nearly 100 years. Corona is given back and committing to cleaning up 100 beaches and removing 1 million pounds of plastic from the beach by 2025. There's no such thing as a better tomorrow without beaches, so Corona is on a mission to preserve those special places for generations to come. To widen Corona's sustainability and conservation efforts, Corona developed a first-of-its-kind glass-to-sand machine. If you've never seen this, it is super cool. It crushes glass bottles into sand, giving the raw materials new life. Uh, Today... They're giving you a chance to experience the glass crushers for yourself. If you go to the Walmart at West Indian Town Road in Jupiter and Total Wine Legacy Avenue in Palm Beach Gardens, you can see this thing 4 to 8 p.m. Pick up your beach essentials, your cold Coronas, and help Corona protect our beaches one bottle at a time. Now, in addition to the Walmart and Total Wine today. You can stop by Thirsty Turtle, located at US1 in Juneau Beach, where you can sign up to volunteer for Corona's Beach Cleanup. Corona's Beach Cleanup is going to take place tomorrow in partnership with Loggerhead Marine Center. What a great cause, helping our community, keeping it clean. For more information on both events and to sign up for Beach Cleanup on Saturday, February 19th, that's tomorrow, visit CoronaUSA.com slash protectourbeaches, CoronaUSA.com slash beaches our beaches. When we return here on Ken Levick Alive, I want to make sure that we get to something. It's a little bit of a PSA. It involves Jeanette, something that happened to her, and we need to put this out in the public because, guys, you just need to be better. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm
0: live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Jeanette has a message for you men. In just a moment, Ken Lavica Live presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash mbasport. Breaking news presented by St.
1: Lucie battery and tire first to report Andy Slater. Pat Sertan is the newest defensive assistant for the Dolphins. So Mike McDaniel has brought back Wes Welker has brought back Sam Madison has brought back Pat Sertan. And so three assistants, three former dolphins on staff uh, this coming season as Mike McDaniel continues to round out this coaching staff. Um, I, I, uh, this is something that I knew happened to you a couple of days ago, Jeanette. Twice. Twice. And I i, I want you to explain what's been happening in your, um, I suppose it is your dating life. Yes. yes. Um, I, I believe you've been treated unfairly. If you could just run down uh, your grievance here.
4: So I made the decision to go back into the dating world, uh, stupidly, because I was just like, oh, I had the time. There's no... Sports are winding down. I have the, the resources to kind of give my time to it.
1: Damn, I just dip your toe back.
4: Yeah. So I redownloaded the, the online dating apps. I downloaded Hinge more specifically uh, for this boy. one. What else? Like,
1: I'm so glad guys I Guys don't that.
4: come up to girls at the bar these days. No. They do not. So mm. I was like, whatever. I'll just go on the online dating app. This one's Hinge, but there's Bumble and obviously. But How is Hinge different, different
1: than like?
4: Because you can actually see who likes you first. So when you some you can see who swipes right on you first. Oh, and it oh. just and it just lists it down with Bumble. Bumble's the one that where the females reach out first. I was tired of doing the first like like. Yeah, that's yeah oh. where the females send the first yeah. message. I was tired of doing that. I
2: respect that concept the most. Sorry to say, but I I do think it's were the they, most effective.
4: Yeah, they, no, it's not. I'll tell you straight up because that's the one I used before Hinge and. That's where I met most of the weirdos and most of the cases that we are... But
1: in, in what way,
2: Stone? Why do you think that's the one that's the more, like, effective one? Because the it's, one where the girls reach out haven't first? Haven't you
4: been in a relationship because it's... E-
2: yeah, I have. It's it, I said, like, concept. It, it's easy to tell if a guy's <laughs> into you. Like, we don't hide it. Right, it's like obvious that a guy's into this girl, but it's always a game, and it takes days and hours and months for, for to tell if a girl's into oh, a guy. No, no, I don't no, know about it is that. It's not
4: obvious at I all. I don't know about that. Y'all do not make it obvious at all. What it a, is a chase.
1: What about
2: out of like the bar though? Like it is clearly well, like you know, your eye contact, eye contact. Now, he wants
1: me. Uh, what I, what I, how old stone here is? I think that uh, more women, most women, expect the guy to approach them, yes. uh,
2: and uh,
1: make the initial move where. I feel like what what app is that where the girls uh, reach out first bumble. the women uh, reach out first bumble it presents more equality in that uh, in that aspect. I think that <laughs> it's good for society they, all
4: right and they do a lot of work in terms of equality and everything bumble, okay good as a corporation good
1: so good I'm on the right page with that okay yes. all
4: right so there's a phenomenon that's happening in the dating world that just needs to absolutely end because mm-hmm. of ex- and I think getting hap- hap- having it happen to me twice in one week, I think that's kind of the the top of the mountain. The like us draw the broken candles back.
1: Yeah, this is put you over the top. Ghosting. Oh, you got wait. You got ghosted twi- so twice. Twice in one week. I didn't know there was week. two.
4: Twice in one week. Twice
1: in one week. I you usually got have a
4: roster going on.
1: As we've as we've discussed, you have a depth chart.
4: I have a depth chart. Uh-huh. Ghosting: the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication, where you. Are having a normal conversation, mm-hmm. you will go out on a date. Mm-hmm. Shoot, you will go out on two or three dates. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, no. hey, I'll text you back. Hey, text me when you get home. Hey, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. None of that. <laughs> oh, consistent good morning text. Gone. <laughs> Poof. And you just don't hear from them forever. So- instead of the courtesy, instead of pulling a Matt Stafford, rolling your eyes and just looking <laughs> the other way, uh-huh. send the courtesy text. Ask them. Just how are you? I'm sorry. I'm not feeling the relationship. Sometimes I'm that's tough because
1: they do care about you, but not in like the relationship way. So they don't want to hurt you as like a friend. Like they enjoyed the time with you. If you hate the person, it's easier to say, I don't want to do this anymore. But if you genuinely think that this person's a good person, it is tough sometimes to, to, to bring that to an end because you don't want to hurt them.
2: But now, it's now so, well, I'll I'll help you, Jeanette, because that was a reach to try to help the uh, boys, and uh, I, I don't think the boys deserve that or us. Excuse me, men Friday night that. Lights.
4: Thank you. Dating King. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, you just tried to reach out for the boys, and you didn't have to. That
4: it is so easy to hide behind a screen. Like you want to run, away you want to hide away. Why don't but, you hide behind the screen and just said, "Hey, I just want to be friends."
1: Okay. Now how would I'm you I'm not feeling it. So you're saying even if even if you have a, a lot of good dates and there was no indication, no red flag that No and that's what happens. One, so you you just want the the guy to be upfront even though it's going to make him feel bad and you're going to feel bad because you thought everything was great for him to just say, "Hey, I'm not feeling this. We're done." Like you you just want immediately to be told even though it's going to be a huge hit to your self-esteem. That's it.
4: Yes, bye. Okay. Boy, bye it's, that, it's a very simple concept. Flip it, though. Wouldn't you, if you guys were out there dating and something, things were going very well. I'm literally talking about three dates all day. I went all day kayaking. I went on a day trip to the Keys with this guy.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, that is wow. Wow. Do you think that that's what, do you think you, you went a little too there quick was, with the day trip?
4: There was no indication.
1: Ken's we, asking if you blew it.
4: I don't yeah. think so. It was an idea. It was, the date came but together. The third we date, should you be spending ideas. the whole
1: day together? Isn't that still like a dinner thing? Or this like is a movie? what happened.
4: This is how it went. I want to go kayaking on Saturday. Where do you want to go? Well, I typically go to Isle Mirada. Well, why don't we go to Isle Mirada? <sighs>
1: oh, so he set it up. Yes. Whoa. Oh. You should have said, why don't we just go to Fort Lauderdale?
4: Mm, but it was his idea. Isle Mirada is one of my favorite places in Florida. And then all of a sudden, he disappeared. It was a, great trip. It it was a, a c- great trip. There was nothing awkward. He even kissed me. Mm. Mm. And then, poof, gone. Disappeared. He went to Orlando, and I never heard from him again. Oh, Jesus.
1: He left the county? <laughs>
4: but he's back. But he's back oh, okay. in the county. <laughs> he didn't leave for minute, like.
1: <laughs> like, he fled? Oh, my yeah. God. That must have been a terrible end of the night.
4: Yeah, no, no, it was, it was perfectly fine, but there was no indication. All right. So, please I get it. stop ghosting. Stop. And, and, Point yeah. blank. I don't care if it's the first date, second, or third.
1: I think that's fair. I think that's that's absolutely fair, especially this day and age where you have the opportunity to get back on the horse immediately and uh, find a way to spend time with another person. Give that person the proper the proper respect.
4: Let me know if I need to fill in your spot on the bench. Point blank. Yeah, yeah, it's that simple.
1: Maybe he doesn't want he like he wants to keep you on the back burner
2: though. Maybe he's keeping you on his roster. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. Ken went there. Yeah. I did not want to say it. <laughs> but
1: don't make me. Stop making me look bad.
4: But no, that then you're gone. <laughs> then you're gone. I'm never the back burner.
1: Oh,
3: okay.
4: So right. I'll put you on the back burner, but I'm never on yours.
1: I love it. All right. That was inspiring, actually. In fact, save <laughs> that, and I'm going to write that down, and I'm going to get it inscribed for her on something, because that was actually really passionate and really good. I like that. Thank you. Um, all right. So don't ghost. Okay, and this Don't. goes for females, though too.
4: For sure, it goes both ways. Okay, yeah, it definitely goes for females. Females, you're just as guilty. I've seen my friends do it. I'm the friend that if I see a girlfriend try to go somebody, I will grab her phone, and I've done it before. Send a message to the guy saying you are. I'm not interested in you.
1: I understand why you are upset, though, especially because twice in one week. And that's a little rough. It's wrong.
4: a blow to this, this uh, team.
1: Thank you for hanging out the last three days. Appreciate it.
4: It's been a blast. If you
1: missed any of Ken LaVica Live, the free podcast is wherever you get your podcasts. So go check that out. Stone Banowitz Friday Night Lights. Great work. Jeanette Javier, I'm Ken LaVica. We'll be back Monday live on ESPN 106.3.